Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All righty. Hello, loves. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN, 10 minutes after 4. And a big story at WBEN.com about uh, e-bikes. E-bikes. And uh, they're taking the region and taking the nation by storm. And uh, that's one uh, aspect of what we're talking about right now. The other aspect is bicycles and motor vehicles coexisting on the road. So now that we've got a few months of cycling under uh, your belts and uh, you've dealt with uh, bikes on the roads and you bikes uh, have dealt with uh, motor vehicles on the roads, you want to tell us some horror stories, you want to tell us some good stories, uh, it's all good. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Cindy in Springville is on WBEN. Hello, Cindy. Hi, how are you today? Yes, ma'am. Hi, um, I'm just calling to say that I am for e-bikes. Um, I had a bicycle that we probably bought, I don't know, 15 years ago, never rode it. Um, someone that I know, my, my father... He actually buys all the stuff. You can buy everything you need off of eBay or Amazon, which includes your hub, your batteries, and everything you need, and he puts the bike together. So you can take just a regular old bicycle and put all the stuff on it to turn it into an e-bike. And I did mine probably about two years ago, and I ride it all the time. It made it where riding a bicycle was not enjoyable to actually enjoying riding a bicycle. And the ones that we do or that we have, you can pedal along with it or you can just use the motor and go wherever you want. Um, for me, they're great. I really enjoy it. And, and, and this is something that your husband did uh, on his own? Yeah, you can buy you can buy all the stuff you need, which which these um, have a front hub, and you change the wheel on the bicycle, and it's actually actually I think it's the front, maybe the I don't know, but it's one of the wheels. So they send you the wheel with the motor, and all the components, and you rewire everything, and you put the the box and all the stuff that comes with a rack. You put your battery on the rack on the back of the bicycle. And it turns it into an e-bike for roughly about $600 for everything you need. And how comfortable is this, uh, given the fact that it was not originally designed to be an e-bike? The comfort factor is what? Because the bicycle seats always kind of bothered me, the taint. I changed changed the bicycle seat on mine um, to a more comfortable seat. So it's basically just... Any bicycle, and if you wanted to add different, you know, accessories to it, a different seat or handlebars or whatever, it's just a regular bicycle that you'd buy at any store, and then you just make it yours. So your husband must be a pretty handy guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he puts that's everything together and pretty awesome. You know, which, you know, and then um, 
you know, and you can put them together. Like I said, it takes, you know, about a day to put them together. We wire them, and he, he does a very nice job putting it together. So it's just an average, ordinary bicycle. Um, actually, he took um, a three-wheeled bicycle for my mom and did the same thing for her because she's, you know, she didn't enjoy riding a bicycle. Her balance was off, but she enjoyed the three-wheeled bicycle, so he turned that into an electric bike. So is this something that uh, your husband does as a side hustle or what? Um, occasionally. Um, actually, it's not my husband. It's my dad and my father that puts them together. Okay. But he he started doing this probably five or six years ago, and he goes camping. They go all over the place camping. And he would take his bicycle just to, you know, go back and forth, you know, to the, you know, bathrooms or, you know, wherever he was going because he didn't want to walk. So he's actually built quite a few for people. People see them and they're like, holy cow, that's awesome. And he's, he's done, done quite well putting them together. Wow, that's uh, really interesting. I guess uh, for, every, for every skill, there is a market and uh, your husband obviously has tremendous skill. Yeah, and like I said, it's just nice because I never enjoyed riding a bicycle. I never rode my bicycle. And, I mean, we live out in the country, so we don't re usually have an issue with traffic or anything on our roads. And, um, you know, I usually take it out probably I, – I try to get out on it once a day, and I go around the whole block, which is about five miles. And um, it goes – and since I pedal, it recharges the battery, so I really only need to charge my battery about once a year. Jeez. Um, it, it's it's great. Do you have any worries? Because a couple of know. people, a couple of people have brought up the uh, the fire hazard situation. You ever worry no. about that? No, not at all. Not at why all. Not? I mean, why whenever not? we charge them, whenever we charge them, we have them. You know, you're, they're usually in the garage. Um, we keep watch on them. We don't keep them plugged in and then like leave the house. So we just, you know, charge them to when they're needed and then unplug them and put them back on the bike and you're, you're all set to go. Uh, and I bet you also never run the dryer when you leave the house. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I, I never run the dryer when I leave the house. That's, uh, that's Tom's rule. Uh, thanks very much. Yeah. I, appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the call. Sure. Thank you. All right. Anybody day. else? Thank you. Anybody else uh, build their own uh, e-bikes? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to Eric in Holland. Eric, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Interesting, the rural people are calling in with uh, interesting things to say about the e-bikes. So I'm a proponent of my – we don't own them. My wife and I are uh, traditional bicyclists. We've had them for a number of years. And then, you know, Western New York, the winters, the summer. So they're one part of our outdoor activity. We kayak and hike. But uh, this summer we were out in the Badlands in North Dakota. My wife's uncle has an e-bike, some commercial one he bought. And with him it was he his needed two replacements. The traditional bike wasn't working, so he went to an e-bike. So it's allowed him to stay out active and outdoors even though – uh, the traditional bike doesn't work for him. We tried it out. It's something you'd have to get used to. And I think people ought to compare apples to apples. A regular bike to an e-bike, not the same. The big issue like his was is probably three or four times the weight of our traditional bikes. So my bike rack won't hold e-bikes because of the weight of the, the, the commercial ones that are pretty heavy. 
so I think people should understand that they're much heavier than the, the bikes you can get, you know, a regular bike. So that's a factor. And that just knowing what you, and there's certain places like out there, there's certain trails you can ride mountain bikes and regular bikes on that won't allow e-bikes because they consider it motorized. Really? So just being, yes. So like uh, the Madison. Well, when you say out there, well, uh, forgive me, but when you say out there, are you talking about the Badlands in North Dakota or are you talking about around here? Oh, out in North Dakota. So that's where we happen to be, and I just noticed it. Um, we were talking in the Mattahay Trail, which runs through the western part of North Dakota, the Badlands. No no motorized bikes or vehicles, so you, you can't use the e-bike on the trail. Um, something to keep in mind when you're traveling and when you're, you know, that they're not interchangeable necessarily with normal bicycles. See, this is this is one of the things. This is one of the things I wonder: is uh, at what point uh, is New York State going to stick its finger in and uh, wet its beak? Well, that's that's the way New York is. You know, we always call I call it the nanny state. So if they figure they need to uh, take care of us in some way, they'll find some way to regulate something for our better interest. Yeah, I mean, I can yeah, see, I can see them requiring like an annual registration fee for an e-bike. Uh, it just I, I don't put anything past New York State and its uh, confiscatory policies when it comes to reaching into your pocket or your purse and taking your money. So it's only Absolutely. let's It'll see pre- be an inspection. They'll oh yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Prediction time: July thirty first, twenty twenty three. New York State, no doubt, is going to stick its finger into the pie of e-bikes and figure out how to make money off of them on a regular basis. A continuing income stream for New York State. I don't know if anybody else uh, feels that way, but that's the way I feel. Absolutely. Once something becomes so popular that people are all into it, there'll be a way to they'll figure out a way to tag a fee onto it. Because it's like you say, it's all about generating income for New York. Um, very, very interesting. Have they done that in uh, North Dakota? No, no. It's you know, you're talking night and day with the differences out there. It's it's uh, more conservative and a lot of more more land and people, and so um, they're much more uh, free about that kind of stuff. You just kind of do what you're going to do, and they don't regulate a lot of things. Now, just just so you're aware, if the uh, bighorn sheep say anything, they're lying about me. Just so we're clear, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's all lies. We had, we, had, we had a lot of bison encounter in the uh, in the park out there. Okay, okay. Now, can we just talk about that for a minute? What is up with all of the numbskulls uh, posing with wildlife and putting their lives at danger, like Yosemite Park? I mean, how many people have been gored this year at Yosemite Park? I mean. Uh, I, I just I can't believe it. Every other week, I'm seeing a, a tourist hurt by a wild animal that they never should have encountered in the first place. And, and just the things. So it's Teddy Roosevelt National Park is where we go. Her, her uncle has a ranch. My wife's uncle has a ranch next to the park, and um, there's three or four hundred uh, head of wild bison. People think they're big cows, and they are not. And they are uh, very dangerous. I just going through the park. I see people get out of their cars and want to get that, that great photo op, that selfie with the bison. And the bulls, when they're alone, the bulls are not friendly. Yeah. They do not want their picture taken. And they, they actually have gored cars, and when you walk, drive through the park, you know, I, I use that, give them, give them their way and, and don't be in a hurry. And people get in, in issues where the bulls will uh, you know, dent and damage, do a lot of damage to your car. 1,500-pound animal will do a lot of damage to a, to a car. 
Oh, I can't even begin to imagine. I would not want to have an encounter with a 1,500-pound uh, animal, although it might make an interesting defensive uh, choice for the Buffalo Bills. Um, thank you very much. I appreciate the uh, the call. All right. Did not expect the Badlands to come up. All right, Bowerly, we're talking here about uh, e-bikes as well as, uh, you know, can cars and bikes, can motor vehicles and bikes coexist on the roads of western New York? Maybe you've got horror stories. Maybe you've got good stories. Whatever. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Doug in uh, Albion, you are on. Hello. Hey, Tom. Hey, let me get you off speaker. Hang on a second. Okay. There we go. I'm sorry for that. You still there? Okay, go go right ahead. Yes. But um, just to kind of be a little bit of a devil's advocate to this whole day, uh, why shouldn't an e-bike be a licensed motorcycle? I mean, uh, if you a Celine motor, which they used to sell. I haven't seen any recently, but they used to sell a kit to put a gasoline motor on a bicycle, and they required those to be licensed, and you have a motorcycle license to drive them. Um, I heard someone compare the e-bike as far as speed in that to be equivalent to a moped. Well, if you ride a moped on the road, you have to have a, a license, and you also have to have a motorcycle license. So okay, why so it, shouldn't why, it? Why not, why not license big wheels as well? Why not license regular bicycles and, and have no, a fee for regular bicycles? Motor vehicles. Right. Motor but, vehicles. But why, why, stop, vehicles. why stop with no. motor vehicles? Why well, stop no, with that? I mean, I mean why, why, do you, wait, why do you want – why do you want New York State – seriously, why do you want New York State to reach even further into the pockets of people who live here? Give me a reason for because that. Because I, I don't like people being on the road that I have to worry about dodging and liability issues with respect to my insurance that aren't carrying a similar um, requirement for, for, for their ability to ride that – to be able to get a license and then to have insurance. If, if you hit one of those things, it's all on you. Uh, you know, are you sure? Are you sure about that? I would be pretty sure in the state of New York uh, that it, that's all that it's all on on you, no matter what the person on the uh, on the uh, e bike does. Well, you would have to be able to prove that the guy on the e bike did something uh, wrong, and that's difficult. It's between you and another person. That person's laying there dead on the ground. Well, it is I mean, is an e-bike really a motor vehicle? Well, does is the is with the battery powers? What would you call that? I don't know if you'd call it a motor vehicle. I'm asking you the question. It's a motor. It's an electric motor. So you are saying that New York State? Let me just get this straight. New York State. I don't want to make it political. I don't want to make it about New York State. I'm just trying to. Well, it is about New York State. I mean, we're doing the show in logic. Aristotle what? came up with the scientific method, and it's it's follow the logic. If it's a motor vehicle, why should it be exempt from where other motor vehicles are? Why uh, shouldn't a motorcycle? Okay, they have electric motorcycles now. Right. Why should they? Why do they have to be licensed? Or electric cars? Well, yeah. Uh, using, well, using the logic of an electric motor. If you're going to say electric motor isn't an engine, isn't a motor, then, yeah, electric cars, it's the same thing. Why do they have to be licensed? Uh, well, we'll put that question out to people um, on, on your behalf, Doug, uh, in Albion. 
Should New York State charge a fee for uh, e bikes uh, on the logic that it uses and a license and a license? Uh, A license plate and a license. All right, we, we will put the question out there, Doug, for people. Uh, I don't know exactly what the requirements are for registering a uh, so-called motor vehicle in New York State, uh, but we'll put the question out there. Should New York State, if you're going to have an e-bike, should New York State uh, make you have a license for it? And should New York State make you have proof of insurance? And should New York State make you have an annual inspection and registration on your e-bike? On the logic that it is a motorized vehicle. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, I happen to personally think that is going to happen. Now, my question is, should it happen? Or do the uh, benefits of an e-bike as opposed to a motor vehicle offset the uh, benefits of Uh, the registration and the inspection and all the other things that you have to go through uh, with a motor vehicle. I mean, it's, it's, it's an, it's, it is an interesting question. And uh, I would like your take on that. 803, because I don't really have an answer. 803-0930, star 930 and 1-800-616-WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We also lost Sinead O'Connor. And let this play for a second or two. Thank you, Josh. Very troubled woman, but these videos do take you back in time. I mean, really do. Uh, don't know the cause of death, but uh, she did attempt suicide at least once that we know about. And uh, just a, a talented person. Her career definitely took a nosedive after tearing up a picture of the most popular pope of recent times on Saturday Night Live. Bad career move. Uh, talking about e-bikes. So should the uh, e-bikes be registered like a, uh, a motor vehicle? So uh, I didn't have a good answer for the guy. Uh, but there is, uh, let's see, when do electric bikes, this is on uh, the internet when I just hit the wrong button, uh, when do electric bikes need to be registered, explained, electric bikes or e-bikes are becoming more popular as eco-friendly and convenient transportation. However, as with any vehicle, there are certain rules and regulations that e-bike riders must follow. One of the most significant is the registration requirement for e-bikes. And there's a whole uh, bunch of information here. Um, 
When do electric bikes need to be registered? Several factors determine whether you need to register your e-bike. First, it depends on the type of e-bike you have. Second, it depends on your state. Nevertheless, the federal government does not require e-bikes to be registered. Generally speaking, if your e-bike is classified as a bicycle, you don't need to register it. This applies to e-bikes with a maximum speed of 20 miles per hour and a motor with a maximum power output of 750 watts. Now, New York State could make any law it wanted to make on registration and inspection of e-bikes. My question, uh, based on our previous caller, is should it? Uh, here is uh, Glenn in uh, Ransomville. You're on WBEN. Hello. 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 You are on. Um, I actually live in Amherst, and, you know, it's a busy street. And when you pull out, you always look for the traffic coming from the left. And way back when I was in grade school, I was taught that you follow the traffic rules with a bicycle. In other words, you ride the same direction as the traffic. You stop for stop signs. You stop for red lights. You, you don't just blow them off like some people do in cars. It's, it's even more dangerous when you do it on a bicycle than when you do it in a car. Okay, and? And it's just unsafe. And, the you know, the e-bikes go faster. I've got nothing personally against the e-bikes or bicycles. It's just it's unsafe for either one to be going the wrong way because they're going much faster than a person on foot. Right. Have Have you seen, I mean, on a, on a regular basis, have you seen bicyclists uh, not obeying the vehicle and traffic laws they're supposed to? Oh, yes. They, they ride the wrong way down the sidewalk. I had one almost run into me when I was pulling up to this, pulling up where you could see the traffic. Uh, I mean, not the bicycle, but obviously the rider. And I see them regularly running the red lights on the bicycles. Just... The, the way New York State has got this, this uh, four to six second delay. Um, I think that's encouraging people to run the red lights, and I think that's causing deaths and injuries. Uh, well, one of my issues uh, around here anyway is uh, some of the lights are just ridiculously long. I mean, you, I, I'm sure in your drive, Glenn, you've got one or two lights that you pray you make because if you don't, it's three to four minutes easily. There's a signal light that is 60 feet from my driveway. It was red. A guy was 200 feet away from the red light. He changed lanes after almost hitting someone that obeyed the law and stopped to turn right on red. I was on the far side of the intersection. The guy shortened my car two feet and disabled me at 56 years old. I was planning to work to be at least 70. Well, that's horrible. I was in good health. That's yeah, horrible. Then. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, uh, a bicycle running a red light, they're not going to do that much damage to a car, but the car is sure going to do a lot of damage to them. 
No, this this is uh, this is true. Um, but as far as your own individual situation, I mean, I not that it really matters, I suppose. But I hope you at least got adequate compensation to take care of your injuries and to uh, compensate you for the pain and suffering uh, through which you are going. Uh, let's go to uh, Mark in Sanborn. Mark, you are on WBEN. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, hanging in there. So should e-bikes uh, be registered and safety inspection and everything in New York State? I'm 100% for that. Um, I have a motorcycle license. I had it since 79. I went through the whole nine yards getting my license, the whole thing. And back even during that age, even though I had a motorcycle more than a moped, even anything back then, anything that went over 17 miles an hour, you had to be licensed, you had to be insured, you had to be registered. And that was back then. But still, electric bikes, I can tell they're going over 17. They're, you know, going faster as you see it. And I'm just like, well, then they should have licenses and insurance because they are, they should wear helmets just like a motorcycle driver does, only because they're going over 17 miles an hour. Man, I never I mean, thought I never of any radio audience. I never thought that this audience would say we need more requirements in New York State. We need a helmet law for e-bikes. We need registration for e-bikes. We need licenses for e-bikes. This is amazing to it, me. It, it, that doesn't matter to me. It's the safety factor. You're go over, going over 17 miles an hour, like when mopeds were first came out. They only went 15, 12 miles an hour. Okay, I could live with that. But once they started reaching 20, or even when I'm going 40 and the bike is keeping up with me, it's like, what is going on here? You know, it's like, okay, now you need a license, you need a registration, you need you need the same requirements I would get if I had a motorcycle. Well, I do have it, but if I had to get a motorcycle license, I had to get that stuff. You know, why can't they enforce it on these people, too? It's I th- only thank, for... It's, Thank you, thank you very much. All right, those of you who have e-bikes, uh, do you go along with what these people are saying? Should you need a license for your e-bike? Should you need to wear a helmet with your e-bike? Should you need to have your e-bike registered and regularly inspected? I guarantee in New York State, it's going to be only a matter of time before this happens. Should it happen? 803-0930-STAR-930-1800-616-WBEN. Um, I never thought, never thought people calling this show would say, we need New York State to have more regulations. Uh, you're on WBEN. Hello. Tom, Eric Graham, or Eric. Yes. Okay. So the, the show has taken a turn. I've been listening to it, this show. I love my e-bike. I've got several of them, and they're parked in my garage next to an antique vehicle. It's fantastic, the contrast. But the the last several callers, and I'm not picking on anybody, It's for, and I'm in Florida, okay? I hope New York State and Hochul does exactly what they're asking for because they get what they deserve. And th- this, these streets, these side streets, because it's all about location. It's all about location. I wouldn't want to drive down the... The 90 on one, but the side streets and going out to, 
to our little restaurants and our music and all that. On an e-bike, it's fantastic. And I believe Ford Motor and Chevy and all these big companies, they they dropped the ball because they e-bikes are going to outsell or or at least be comparable for a while because I'm not going to buy an uh, electric car. I'm going to keep driving my e-bikes until they get better at it. And when they get better at it and I have to get rid of my vehicles, I'll get rid of them. But, Tom, I got to tell you, it's amazing that you have callers that want taxes, more taxes. And I will ask those callers, what do you think the state's going to do with those taxes? So, okay, give me give me a reason. I mean, I, I read, you know, what I read off the Internet, but give me a reason why they shouldn't be taxed and regulated and licensed and feed and inspected. Give me a reason. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you that. I think they should be. In New York State, they should be. And I'll say that in Florida, they won't be. Because, I mean... Come on, you're gonna. Are we gonna tax the kids? I mean, there's kids on skateboards that have them. Are we gonna uh, register those? And you know, come on, guys, get a life. Get a life. These are. I'm six. I'm over sixty. I haven't ridden a bike in probably forty years. A friend got me it because of my complaints from my knees from construction and surgeries and stuff. And I don't pedal a lot, but I pedal enough, and it gets me up early in the morning. And then when the heat gets hot, then I – but come on. The, the right. reason thank, I thank, – Thank you. I appreciate the call from uh, Florida. All right, so uh, why shouldn't e-bikes be taxed uh, – let's see, uh, registered, licensed – uh, why no helmet law for adults for e-bikes? This show has taken an interesting turn. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, if it makes you feel any better, I do wear a helmet when I do the show. Um, Alan Harris uh, sent, us, uh, sent me this story. Two injured, one seriously, after another e-bike bursts into flames in New York City. Two people were injured Monday morning, one of them seriously, when an e-bike burst into flames in a Bronx apartment building, according to FDNY. The e-bike caught fire just before 6 a.m., a four-story building in Belmont, 12 FDNY units. 60 firefighters responded to the fire, were able to bring it under control within minutes. One civilian rushed to a hospital in serious condition but is expected to survive. The second civilian declined further medical attention at the scene. So do we need to register e-bikes, annual safety inspections? Should you have to wear a helmet when you're riding an e-bike? Hmm, as an adult. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to uh, Ken in Niagara Falls. Ken, hello. Hey, um, Tom, great show. Almost every show of yours is great. No, I mean, I, I strive for mediocre and generally achieve that. <laughs> every once in a while you do. Uh, listen, 
you know, it's not so much that I need those bikes to be registered. I need the strict liability of registered drivers from accidents in them. I had a guy on a bicycle one time coming home from work. He was about 25 years old, riding his bike on the wrong side. I'm going into a parking space. He's trying to dodge traffic by going into the same dock. He's on the wrong side of the road, so he's trying to avoid traffic by going into the same parking space alongside the road that I was going at. He goes over my car. was the first time that I see him upside down. Of course, I took him straight to the hospital because he might have been injured. I didn't get a ticket or anything, but my insurance went up. And so now the risk for these bikes, whether they register them or not, that's not the big thing. The thing is taking strict liability for accidents that are caused with these e-bikes when the e-bike operator, regardless of age, is in the wrong in a traffic accident. And that's so, the just, just, that we should do. I, I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit confused. Um, the bike that you hit was an e-bike or a regular bike? It was a regular bike, and it wasn't going as fast as an e-bike. And this is what I'm saying. As okay, he was but, coming towards and, me, and I didn't even why, why was the accident deemed to be your fault? Because it was a bicycle incident. Now, the fault, lit, or the fault legally was not my fault, but the liability was my fight, fault because I hit him. I took him immediate to, immediately to the, uh, to the hospital. Uh, made sure that he was all right because I didn't want him to go home, fall down the steps, and blame whatever accident he might subsequently had on me, and he could have done that. And so what I wanted to do is to make sure that uh, he was fine and that I didn't have to worry about any other consequences. I didn't get a ticket or anything, but my insurance went up as a result of that accident, and it went up substantially. Damn, I can't believe they called that a chargeable accident to uh, your... Uh, there, there was no police report that was filed. If you took him right to the hospital, uh, maybe a police report would have helped. <laughs> the police report would not have helped because that's the nature. It's, 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 it's always who has the, 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 the largest, largest is going to be the one who's going to be most responsible for it because this is the state of New York. No, regulation is not a bad idea because these are motor vehicles. And what those other guys were saying about it, I, I agree. I agree with you is that, that I don't think we need any more regi- uh, legislation. If you're going to legislate these things, then stop legislating something else and give us the same level uh, of cost to live in the state of New York. But primarily what I'm concerned about is if, if one of these things come across the street at 20 miles an hour, jutting out before I could even see it and stop, I'm responsible for that accident because I was driving a registered motor vehicle. Um, very interesting. Well, I want to thank the caller from Albion for giving me uh, good fodder for the rest of the show. I, uh, I don't know. I mean, you guys are making some good points, and uh, I kind of suggested this as a joke, but you guys are telling me some serious stories, and I think it requires serious uh, discussion, which I'm certainly open to having. Uh, again, uh, when when people look when people make points that make sense, I always reserve the right to alter an opinion. I thank you uh, kindly. I appreciate the uh, appreciate the phone call. Uh, it is uh, changed my opinion about a lot of things. And yeah, never mind. Four fifty seven at News Radio nine thirty W B E N. It is Bowerly on a Monday, and uh, one more hour to come. I'll continue talking about this if you guys want me to, because uh, it's Monday. It's uh, the last day of July, and uh, I'm pretty easy. Uh, News Radio 930, that's what I've heard, WBEN.